Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, Mom, this one's all you. Hey there, welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Today, we're going to help you figure out what makes you unique. As you are growing your business, whether it's in its infancy stages, idea stages, or you just want to take it to the next level, you have to consider brand. And one of the things I find most people struggle with is what actually makes them unique because everything's been done, right? And anything you can think about yourself or your brand, you're likely going to stop yourself and go, well, you know, that's not unique. Other people do that. It's not unique that I am a Christian or it's not unique that I like hip hop. Like these things aren't unique. So I don't know what it is about me that is unique. And when we think of brands or personalities that are unique, you can't help but first think of people who are outrageously different. But what makes your brand unique or your brand personality unique most likely isn't something that's outrageously different. Rather, it's a collection of the things that make you who you are. It's almost a shame that we keep perpetuating the scary idea that we are supposed to identify the thing about us that is unique. Because think about the word unique, that means there's nothing else like that, no one else like that, which makes us feel like there's supposed to be something like a third leg growing out of our head, something so different that no one else has it. But the fact of the matter is, what really makes you unique are a bunch of things that aren't that unique, all compiled together, like stacked together. It's a collection of the things that make you you, many of which in and of themselves aren't that unique. But when we combine them all together, that collection of things is what attracts people to you. It's what makes you attractive. It's what makes you comfortable for people who are looking for those things. Imagine you were in the market for a new home and you told your real estate agent, all right, we're looking for a place maybe in the $500,000 range. Well, if that's the only prerequisite that you're giving your realtor, they're going to pull up a massive ton of homes that meet that qualification. And then you've got to boil it down to figure out which of these homes has exactly what it is you're looking for. It's a collection of things because all of those homes or many of them might have a pool and many of them might have a big yard and many of them might also be on a tree-lined street and many of them have the same number of bedrooms and the same number of bathrooms. So what makes one more attractive to you than another when so many of them have very much the same details, like the very much the same basics or foundation. What makes them unique is a collection of things that you can probably find elsewhere, but this one house has all of these things, right? Like this one house has the pool. It has a big yard. It's at the end of a cul-de-sac. It's on a tree-lined street. It's an English tutor, which you love. And get this, it's got an open floor plan and a tripped out audio system. Now, you looked at other homes on the Saturday afternoon that had a pool, and you looked at homes that had uh, tree-lined streets, and you looked at homes that may have had tripped-out audio systems, but 
This one house has like all of these things, none of which are unique independently, but because this house has all of these things, it makes it uniquely perfect for you. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I I do think that was probably one of the best analogies I've ever pulled out of a hat (laughs) on the spot. I didn't even think about that, but that's, listen, I'm going to toot my own horn. That was a good analogy. I hope you just had like a major aha moment. And while I continue to uh, pat my own back, I need you to grab a pen and a piece of paper because you're going to need to write these questions down. P.S. Did you know that you can like open up another app on your phone while the podcast is playing? You can open up an app and not even have to put the podcast on pause. But if you've got to run around the house or whatever right now, well, then you might want to put the podcast on pause because you are definitely going to want to write these things down. I'm going to go out on a limb here and predict that we are about to solve this mystery for you once and for all. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, why was I making this so hard? Okay, so it's a collection of the things that are special or important to you. But there's like a lot to you. (laughs) You're multifaceted. You've been collecting a lot of things. So now what we have to do is figure out which of those collective pieces are the things that you want to kind of like emphasize or put out there or broadcast or even just feel better, more empowered about this part of your personality. There's a lot of important pieces to you, but we can't highlight all of them. So what we're going to do now is figure out the ones that matter the most. So the first question that I want you to write down so that you can think about the answer is, what personality traits that you have do you also find attractive in other people? Okay, I'll go first. So for me, sense of humor, like absolute must. You don't have to be funny, but you have to get funny. Like you have to understand how to laugh at a good joke. You need to appreciate sarcasm because I do. Like that's one of my personality traits. And I very much find that attractive in other people. Now, the reason why you want to start with your own personality traits that you also find attractive in other people is because those are the type of customers that if you attract them, A, they're going to find you more familiar, and B, you're going to have a whole lot more fun authentically being you, and you're also going to have a lot more fun when your customers have personality traits that you also admire. So what are some examples of personality traits that you have? You know you have these personality traits, and you also really like them in other people. I want you to think of your own, but I also suspect that if I share some of mine, it might get your creative juices flowing and might help you to better identify your own personality traits. So personality traits that I know I have and I also find very attractive in other people, aside from just sense of humor, would be a positive outlook. People who are outgoing and generally happy and optimistic. I really like those kinds of people in my life. I like people who are friendly, nice. Energetic means like they're smiling and they're happy and you see this energy about them. I love people like that. They talk with their hands and they smile and they attract other people to them. I love those kind of people. Now, that doesn't mean I won't work with people who don't have those qualities. But again, the exercise is for you to identify the personality traits you know you have, which you find attractive in other people. I also find people with an open mind who aren't argumentative. I find those people very attractive. I also find people who have an opinion but aren't going to force on other people, but they're very passionate about it. I find that very attractive. 
I find authenticity, people who are willing to be vulnerable. And I don't mean like oversharing or like they're always in the midst of a trauma or a drama, but people are just like, they're willing to say, yeah, it was really, really messy for a while there. And here's what I figured out. I find it very attractive when people are generous with their knowledge. They're willing to share their answers. That's very attractive to me. That's an abundancy mindset. Now, as I mentioned, this is about the personality traits you know you have that you find attractive in other people. So you also need to kind of identify the personality traits you have, which you don't find attractive. Like maybe you're okay with the fact you've come to grips with the fact that this is part of who you are, but it's also something you're working on and it's not necessarily a trait you find attractive. I'll go first. So I know that I am easily distracted. I mean, if somebody can get me riled up and passionate about something new, I'm going in and I'm going to go in deep. It's easy to distract me. And I don't love that personality trait that I have. I find that it can take me off my focus. I've had to figure out ways to cope with it, ways to manage it, because I'm so easily distracted, not just by things or opportunities. I'm distracted by people. I'm distracted by stories. I'm interested. I'm curious. And I think the fact that I'm curious is a good quality, but it's not one that I put out there that much. It's not something I highlight because I don't necessarily want to attract people to me who are jumpers. And I describe jumpers kind of as my former self before I figured out how to put blinders on. Jumpers are people who are like, everything looks new and sparkly and they want to try everything. And every person is like the greatest person they've ever met. And every podcast they ever listened to is like their new favorite. And every business opportunity is going to be the thing. Like they're just constantly jumping from one shiny object to the next. I have that personality trait. I manage it. I don't broadcast it because I don't necessarily want to attract more of those types of people to me. I am very clear about who I am and that I don't care if someone else doesn't like it or doesn't approve because I really know who I am and I really believe that I was meant to do what I'm doing. I like the way that I do it. So I'm unapologetically me. I kind of put that out there. In fact, we'll tell my audience those things. Like I've just described that to you because your brand personality isn't just the things you hope people pick up. Once you've identified those traits, those things that you're trying to attract to you, you kind of have to tell people that these are some of the features, if you will, of you. So if you're looking at 10 different homes on a Saturday afternoon, a good realtor is going to give you in advance what the special features are of each home before you visit it. Even though you're going to go through the home and probably pick up on some of these things yourself, it's much more impactful, much more powerful when they're pointed out for you. And the same is true of your own brand. Like I'm constantly telling you who I am and what I stand for and what's important to me. And I'm, I'm doing that not just here on the podcast, but in my social media too. Because, you know, people need to hear these messages so that it's not just something subconsciously that they're aware of. They become consciously aware of these traits and it helps them to closer or more strongly align with you on an emotional level. Your brand personality is your image, how you want people to see you. Again, start with the type of individuals that you want to attract. Are they super cool, edgy hipsters? Are they middle-aged housewives who have 
no care in the world for fashion. They could care less. They've got, you know, messy buns on top of their heads, peanut butter on their shirt, and don't wear makeup. You know, because if that's who you're trying to attract, well, then it makes sense for you to appear that way in social media. Okay. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because remember, you're multifaceted. So your brand, like, hello, the way you dress and the way you look isn't the same every single day, right? I'm trying to attract someone who cares about their image because they know it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. So I am trying to attract because I relate to people who love fashion, love trends, like they understand that the way they dress is an expression of who they are, like that's really attractive to me. So I try to look put together. I'm trying to attract someone who looks put together. Do I have days that I'm like, there's no makeup on? (laughs) Not very many of those, but let's just say, of course I have days where I haven't washed my hair and I'm wearing a baseball cap and I look horrible and unput together. And I'm wearing like, you know, random things I found on the bottom of my closet floor. Will I hide myself if I look like that? No, not necessarily. I mean, I'll do a little bit of social media, but that needs to be a sliver because I'm not trying to attract someone who could care less about the image that they're putting out to the world. I want to attract people, frankly, who place some significance on their appearance. But I mean, they understand that the way they dress, the clothing that they choose, and the accessories, and and just their overall image is a reflection of what they're trying to tell the world. And I just, I find that fascinating. I don't think that people need to dress like me, but I like to attract people who have a style. Because if someone has style, they're unapologetically who they are. They're not trying to look like someone else. I freaking love that. And here's what I mean by all of that. So of all the things collectively that make you, you, not all of them need to be highlighted. Just those things that you are proud of and which you find attractive in other people. It goes without saying that we often, we hide some things or we downplay things that are important to us because we fear we're going to offend someone else, like a potential customer. Like, let me give you two perfect examples. Let's say that you are a Christian and you also voted Republican. Now, of those two things, if they are both really, really important to you, like the kind of thing you're trying to attract those kind of people to you, then you want to put those things out there. But let's just say, you know, I don't know, maybe your Christianity is important to you, but it's not necessarily the only kind of people you like to be around. You like to be around people who just have a strong faith. Well, then you want to put your faith out there and you don't necessarily have to constantly leave with the fact that you are a Christian. Or let's say you are a Republican and that is so important to you and you can't stand liberals and you want to attract people who wear red baseball caps. I don't know. I'm just like making this stuff up. Well, then, yeah, lead with that. Go ahead. Like his tweets, share them, like lead with that. But if it's not that important to you and yeah, you voted Republican or Democratic, in the last election, but you're like, yeah, I, you know, I just really, it's not that important to me. I've got friends on both sides. I can see both sides. Well, then don't lead with, in fact, don't even talk about it. But the last thing you should do is worry about offending. But if it's something that is important to you, like it's part of your fiber, your belief system, or what you stand for, don't worry about offending people 
own it with confidence so that people who are looking for someone like you know what you stand for and can easily find you. Another important piece to your brand personality is your brand voice, your language, your tone. Those things need to be consistent across all of your platforms. And again, you want to figure this out and and almost put it in writing by taking a look at all of the pieces that make up you, you personally, the things that make up your voice, your language, and your tone. Now, obviously, we're not the same person every single day, every single hour. Most of us are multifaceted. You're not a robot. But in general, there are words that you will use, words that you like and that you find attractive, and then words that you maybe use. (laughs) I'm just trying to think right now of examples. Words that I might use and not be proud of might be foul language, right? Like, So I'll tell you that I love a good F-bomb. I would drop them like crazy in this podcast if that's who I was trying to attract. But it's not necessarily, right? Like you've heard me on my podcast. I'll slip in an occasional four-letter word, but there's just certain words I'm not going to put on the podcast. But I'm not offended when other people use them. It's just not who I'm trying to attract. And it's certainly not trying to offend people with that language. You know why? Because it's not central to who I am. It's not part of my fiber. Now, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, on the other hand, that's part of his fiber. That's part of who he is. And that's part of who he's trying to attract. So in my mind, it makes perfect sense that he uses the F-bomb constantly. You know what I mean? Like that makes sense for him. It doesn't make sense for my brand. And I've heard lots of other podcasters who, frankly, I think sound like a cheap imitation of him where they're just, I don't know. It's like, really? You've got to be yourself. Okay, sorry, back to tone and voice and personality. So what words will you not use? What words will you use? Here's a concrete example. The 131 method is a nutritional program. It's a program that helps people get healthy from the inside out by healing their gut health, balancing their hormones, and helping people to lose weight. Things that that brand will never do is be condemning. The brand voice needs to have a sense of humor and forgiveness. The language we use in our books, lectures, blogs, and emails is forgiving. Instead of saying, you must, you need to, we use words like, we suggest, or you might consider. And that is because the brand personality needs to be reflected in your language, in your tone, in the words that you choose, and words that you won't use. In addition, we're very careful not to use words that are overly sciency. You know, we want to use colloquial language, language that people can relate to so that it feels like your girlfriend is talking to you, your really well-informed friend, versus a guy with two beakers standing in a university laboratory. And without question, what makes you unique is your life story. And I don't mean that you've been in a terrible car crash and you know, you've written a book about it or you've overcome cancer. I think people believe sometimes that their story is supposed to be so profound and earth shattering that no one's ever heard a story like this before. No, I'm just saying you've kind of made sense of the journey that you've been on. And in that story is something that other people relate to, whether that's you overcoming shyness or finding your voice or maybe surviving childhood abuse, or maybe overcoming or learning, or whatever it is, there's a story there, and your story is completely unique. I mean, it might not be ground-shattering, 
And again, you don't have to have the kind of story that's going to end up on the cover of People magazine. It's just your story. And your story is simply how you've made sense of the things that have happened to you, or as I like to say, the things that have happened for you. Oh, and this is fun. There are parts of your brand personality that are really obvious to your friends and the people who follow you, and maybe not so obvious to you, but I'm going to help you identify them right now. I think too often we're so close to this, we don't even see it ourselves. But some of those things people will say to you, and you'll know that these are pieces of your personality because they'll say, oh, I just saw this a commercial for blah, 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 and it reminded me of you. Or they will screenshot things that they're seeing on Instagram or on Pinterest and they'll say, oh, I saw this and it reminded me of you. That means people have identified pieces of your personality that comes to mind even when they're not looking at you. And that's pretty important to be aware of. So I'll give you some examples for me. High heels, (laughs) anything that's anti-Crocs, my fans and followers will send those things to me. Does it have anything to do with any of my businesses? No, but it's part of my personality. I guess it does kind of have something to do with my businesses, but like, it's not like I'm selling high heel shoes or that we, you know, we've started an anti-Crocs campaign. People will sometimes give me song requests, like songs that they want me to rap to on Instagram or on Snapchat. That has nothing to do with any of my businesses but it has a lot to do with my brand personality. That means I'm doing a good job of conveying to people, of putting forth the things that I'm trying to attract in other people. I'm attracting people who get it, who also find that funny and entertaining. And those people also happen to be interested in business. So even though some of your own personality characteristics, you might think don't relate to your business, the way that they do is that there's a million people doing what you do And we're looking for someone who does what you do, but with a specific personality. So you don't have to hide those things. And in fact, if those are the things that you want to attract, if those are the things that people are already identifying as part of your personality, emphasize them. Don't hide them. And lastly, and perhaps most importantly, is your gift. And again, this is something we're often too close to it to acknowledge it or to see it, or maybe you're just super humble, so you might have to ask other people about this, and you just have to take it as what it is. But there's a reason why you are on this planet. You have a purpose, and you're good at doing a lot of things, but what is your gift? My gift is to teach complicated things. My gift is to take things that intimidate others that feel overwhelming and complicated and simplify them whether that's buying and selling cars, as was early in my career, or understanding how to get in shape, or diet, or nutrition, or marketing, building an email list, like anything that was once super complicated for me, I believe that my gift was being a poor student, which led me to know what it takes to be a good teacher. What is your gift? Is your gift compassion? Is your gift motivation? Is your gift that you are no nonsense? Like you have a gift. And if you don't immediately know what that is, I'm going to encourage you to text five to 10 people who you know are going to shoot straight with you. I mean, if you want, you can ask your Instagram family or whatever social media platform you spend the most time on. You can ask them like, what would you say are my gifts? It seems like you're fishing for compliments, but I think if you explain to people that you're trying to figure out your brand personality and what attracted 
your followers to you, they'll be pretty forthcoming. I hope this has been incredibly helpful for you. I hope that we've demystified, you know, or or made it less scary, the thought of like what makes you uniquely you, but it is a collection of the things that you're trying to attract in others. Thank you so much for joining me in this edition of Build Your Tribe. I've done a bunch of episodes that I cannot wait to share with you. And again, thank you as always for subscribing. Like double check, please. I really appreciate it when you do this. Double check to make sure you're subscribed. And then once you do that, like take a screenshot of it and post it up on Instagram because I want to personally thank you. And you know that I will. I'm Shalene Johnson on Instagram. You send me that screenshot and boo, I'm going to high five you. I love you. I mean it. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week. My goal is to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. We're done. This edition of Build Your Tribe was brought to you by 131 Movement. Stop dieting. Save your brain. Save your gut. Live longer. Feel better. Stop going on a diet or following somebody else's rules and figure out what it means to have your own diet. Figure out a method that actually serves you, that helps you to be a better version of yourself. Let go of all of this craziness and confusion that surrounds diet and understand the science, the science of one, the study of one. Join the 131 movement today. We're taking back the word diet and getting what we are rightfully entitled to which is our health. You deserve not just to look amazing, but to feel amazing. I'd love for you to learn more about my personal journey and why this is a true passion for me. I invite you to learn more by going to 131movement.com.